and in the moment I'm like this is crazy mm-hmm. like like this is really trying our marriage you know yeah. but now looking back we're like thank god we did go through that yeah. because we can see now like why we went through what we went through there's moments where I just expect Hunter to yeah I'm like you should know that know. this is what I needed <laughs> exactly like what are you doing and then I just get an attitude and then I'm yeah. like poor guy right poor thing I know I know <laughs> he, he deserves better someone um, posted a TikTok she was doing something for the homeless or something and everyone was like eating her up because she took a video of it she influences me to buy makeup so why can't she influence me to go out and help and that. do something sweet for yes. someone else you no, know because that's so true back to the salty podcast today i'm here with a very good friend that i've met online um this is savannah jean alexander <laughs> the full name i, I had to say the full name i yeah. get it i get it if y'all might know her and her husband they are on tiktok youtube all the socials um and i said savannah jean alexander because they do these cute interviews and it's always introduce <laughs> it's yourself my full name savannah i know jean alexander. people really refer to me as like my entire name and it's so funny when they meet you in person sometimes they'll be oh, like are you savannah jean alexander <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yes i'm like yes. i guess i set myself up to be like referred to that way yes. so it's fine it's i fine. love it though do you typically go by sav or savannah i I go by Savannah. Like, if I introduce myself to okay. someone, I'll be like, hi, I'm Savannah. But I think since, like, Josh and I started doing social media mm-hmm. and we're, like, Josh and Sav, yeah. that a lot of people call me Sav. But either way, yeah. like, either or. Whatever. Well, even before y'all came, I was – I only know y'all as Josh and Sav. Yeah. And so even saying Savannah – like, last night I was going to call your name and I was like, what do, which one do I say? <laughs> yeah. Savannah sounds weird because I call her Sav. Right. Yeah, no, either yeah. one. I'm so glad y'all are here today. I know. Stay in the weekend with us. We're actually going to be on their podcast too. Yes. What's y'all's podcast called? It's called For Us. For Us, which I love. Do y'all do that because it's for your memories? It's kind of like uh, everything that we share is like experiences and like moments in our life that has been maybe like teachable to us. So it's like for us, but then it's also, we say like the podcast for you and for us. Okay. That is so cute. (laughs) It's fun. Yes. Well, y'all, they are literally so genuine, so sweet. Whenever I ran across their videos, it's been a few months now and we somehow got messaging. And you know, we even talked about this last night. Sometimes you can just discern when it's a good friendship. And I don't know, we just clicked. Yeah. And y'all live across the world and we not across here. the world but across the yeah, across would the you world. say across the globe <laughs> across the country we're both across geogra- the country across the country across. yes <laughs> we're both um geographically we have we're not the best at yes. geography <laughs> yes <laughs> anyway so okay tell where y'all flew from yes we flew 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 we flew <laughs> we flew from portland oregon so that's like it's actually a two-hour time difference, but it's all the way across all the way yes because yeah. you guys well see the geography you guys are almost like we flew into Florida, so yeah. kind of near. Because we live only, we live near the Florida line. And okay. then from the beach, it's like an hour and a half. So Okay, so we're almost like as far as we could be from yeah. each other. Across no, for real. Globe. I mean, not the globe, the yes. country. Yes. Okay, so tell about where you grew up. Yes. So I grew up in Portland, like Portland area, Oregon. And then I lived, I lived there like all of my childhood. And then after I graduated high school, I moved to LA. Okay. And that's where Josh about and I met. yourself? Actually, my mom moved with me. She retired from her job and moved to LA to support me in my career. Well, that's so I moved there for dance. Yeah. So she like moved there to kind of like get me on my feet and mm. like financially support me so I could like pursue my dreams. That's which was, amazing. Yeah. It was the biggest blessing. I mean, I wouldn't have been able to do it without her truly. Mm. 
So yeah, I did that. And then that's where Josh and I met in LA. Okay. And then we lived, I lived in LA for like seven years and then we kind of jumped around. We lived in Texas for a short time and then we lived in Michigan and now we're back in like my hometown Aww. after like 10 years of not living there. Yeah. So it's kind of a crazy thing how like God orchestrated all of oh my the things and now we live in my hometown. And I'm like, how did this happen? Two kids. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yep. What a full circle moment. Yeah. It's pretty crazy to move away as like, I felt like I was still a child. Mm -hmm. I was 18 and then now being an adult and experiencing almost all of my like well, all of my adult years mm -hmm. not living there and then moving back now with a husband and two kids. It's yeah, like so crazy. That is wild. Yeah. So in LA, y'all met Josh. So you were a dancer mm -hmm. and Josh was a videographer at yes. that point. Yeah. So he was just videoing. Yes, and we saw a cute girl. Yes. <laughs> yep. That's literally like, long story short, we met in a dance class. Like I was taking a dance class. It was just a random day for me, like training. And then he was working and... We, we didn't like talk in the class. Mm -hmm. He ended up, he messaged me on Instagram and then here we are. Wow. I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So let's dive in a little bit about, cause isn't Josh a pastor? He, he his dad's a pastor. Okay. So he grew up in church. Um, and then he's worked in ministry too. Right. Okay. In full-time ministry up until like, um, I'd say the past five months, he's like not working in ministry currently, mm -hmm. but we kind of feel like with like our platform, we feel like the Lord has called us and we feel like it's ministry oh, for sure. it's in, such a, a ministry. in its own way, you know, it is. Um, but yeah, so he grew up in church. I didn't grow up in church. Okay. So a lot of like my testimony, honestly, I, I always like kind of believed I was telling you last night, like I believed in God, I thought, but I didn't really know what all that like entailed. Mm -hmm. And then meeting Josh and seeing his like faith and his faith journey, he really, just like lit a new fire in mm -hmm. me. And I was like, okay, I want to know more about this. Like, I want to know what, what's, what's going on here because yeah. something, something just feels right when I'm like at church or, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, long story short, I, he kind of propelled my faith journey and then I ended up getting baptized in 2018. And then yeah, from there yeah. We, we got engaged, married, all the things. Aww. But um, yeah, it's really cool because I think, meeting Josh, like it not only, uh, started like my faith journey, but then also my mom's as well. Oh, wow. Really? So yeah, she came to like visit us, um, and came to church with us. And then she was like, I want to find a church like near me. And then she, since has given her I life to the Lord way. and she yeah. like got baptized. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's really, it's like a really beautiful thing. Oh my thing. gosh. Yeah. yeah. That just makes me think of, I mean, that is what discipleship is. And if we can, how we talk about this as our ministry and if like we can affect one person, yeah, it's like they know not even by your words, but literally by your fruit, the fruits mm -hmm. of the spirit. And mm -hmm. you can tell something's different about them. Like you did with Josh. You're yeah. like, okay, something's different about him. Like, yeah, like I want to know more. It? It's so true. Yeah. Like literally something as simple of just like the joy of the Lord. Like it's like on him. Like I just remember being like, why is he so patient and kind and like not stressed and like doesn't seem to worry like just mm -hmm. little things like that and not to say that like as christians yeah we don't worry for or sure, stress at times sure. obviously but i was like there's something different going on here I like what's going that. on yeah. yeah so that's kind of when it started your spiritual journey mm -hmm. oh i yeah. love that yeah okay so let's dive in a little bit on your faith journey so you met him yeah you were like something's different about him yeah started going to church mm -hmm. and then from there like what was the process like yeah i think like meeting Josh, I was kind of immediately immersed into it because he was super plugged in at his church, kind of like, um, yeah, just serving, just really plugged in. He was doing like actually a leadership, um, like college program at the time. And so it was just like instant. I was like, the first time we met actually was 
his church was breaking a fast. And so I was like, I don't know what's going on, really. <laughs> but I'm like, this is great. Like, the, yeah. I'm like, breaking a fast, what's a fast? Yeah. Like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I feel like I just kind of like immediately jumped in. Um, and then I like over time was like, OK, I want to know more like, mm -hmm. you know, like baptisms, all this stuff. Like, what does this actually mean? And like, what does this mean to me? Because it wasn't new to me to hear about Jesus and like believe, but it was more so like creating the relationship and like, yeah. how do I pray? How do I actually form a relationship with God? Mm -hmm. Because I think there's such a difference mm -hmm. than just to be like going to church. Maybe I read my Bible here and there. I believe in God. Like I, I believe in this stuff, but like, do I actually have a relationship with him? Yeah. And I think Josh helped me with that a lot, which was really cool. Um, but there was also moments in our relationship, like in the early dating days where we kind of had to like check each other. And like, he would be like, this is what like the foundation of our relationship needs to be. Mm. And it's not going to work if we don't have like Jesus at the center yeah. of it all. And so I think in the beginning it like was tough for us because I also, we, I was traveling a lot. I was like dancing at the time. And so I was traveling a lot. He was traveling a lot. And just to like keep what, what like the main thing, the main thing and like what the, the priorities of our relationship and like of just both of our faith journeys, like mm -hmm. as individuals, but then also together. Um, it was definitely tough at times, but yeah, he, I mean, if I, I feel like truly like the Lord brought us together yeah. and we say it all the time because like we both weren't looking for a serious relationship. Um, but it was really cool because we, we wanted to make it a priority to like form a friendship first before, yeah. before a dating relationship. But I, I do feel like there was, in, it was like an instant kind mm -hmm. of connection. So it was kind of hard yeah. to be like, Oh, we're just like, let's be friends first, you right. know? Yeah. Um, but it was really cool because right after we met cool and hard, yeah. right after we met, like literally three weeks after we met, I actually went on tour. So, so y'all to do long distance. Yeah. Or, and I was were all dating then or, well, we had like, like you yes, yes. Mutually no. knew. Yeah. I mean, okay. we like liked each other, but mm -hmm. we weren't like, we had barely just met like a month ago. So we hadn't like said like, oh, we're boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever, but it was like, we knew we both liked each other mm -hmm. whatever. Um, and I went to Europe on the tour. Oh, wow. So it was like three, very long yeah, distance. three months. And then we were on totally different time zones. Yeah. My, t like our texts were green. Like it was so hard to communicate oh like the whole thing. So that really, it was great. Like, because the only thing we could do was get to know each other mm -hmm. because we could only talk. Like we couldn't see each other in person. We could yeah. go do fun, like activities or dates. We could just only talk to each other. Wow. So it was pretty cool. It was like, but that also like tested us yeah. and our, our faith and our relationship. That's and, what trying to make a relationship yeah, so, for sure that's yeah. what I was going to ask is that time apart if it just made you be like okay wait I think I really like him I want to be with him like he's somebody I can see marrying yeah like how quickly did it get serious I feel like after I got back from Europe we kind of both knew because yeah. we were like we talked every single day when I was gone and we were like okay I think like this might be something oh, so yeah. yeah so from there I think things kind of got more serious. We like then met each other's families mm -hmm. like shortly after that. And yeah, I think it got serious when we, when I got back because yeah. we were like, okay, we talked every single day. I feel like something's happening Sweet. here. Yeah. So timeline from that to getting engaged to marry, what was that? What did that look like? Yes. Yeah, so we met in 2017 and then we got engaged in 2018, mm -hmm. like um, April, 2018. And then we got married October, 2019. Um, but we actually, it's kind of crazy. So we did long distance again, Josh, um, he got a job in ministry in, uh, South Carolina 
and then he moved away for a year. Oh my So gosh. this was we and we had already been doing long distance like on and off with like touring and dance and like all of that stuff. And then he actually moved away for a whole year. Wow. And that was actually like half half of it we were dating, half of it we were engaged. Okay. So he moved back like right before we got married. Yeah. Moved back to LA. Wow. I bet that definitely that was like the hardest season of our relationship mm-hmm. for sure. Like actually being like because, you know, the long distance that we had done here and there was we knew it was short term. Like mm-hmm. I would be gone for like two months or three months and then same like he would tour too um, for like music or mm-hmm. film or whatever. But then we knew like we were going to see each other again like yeah. after it's just like short term. But knowing that he actually fully lived somewhere else, I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, this is really hard. So now and you are together every day, all day. How going from the long distance to being together did that just make you more grateful for oh for sure being together oh, all yeah. the time it's like our first year of marriage we always we got the advice that like the first year of marriage is really tough I got that too and we yeah. had the like our first year of marriage was like amazing same like, it was the mm-hmm. best I mean we got so we got married in 2019 and then the pandemic hit in 2020 mm-hmm. like shortly after oh my gosh so but we had a blast yeah. like we were like in our little tiny one bedroom apartment <laughs> in LA in. <laughs> and we loved it like yeah. we really had fun I mean we didn't love like what was happening in the world obviously right. but like we just had a really, we had a great first year of mm-hmm. marriage. Um, but yeah, we really were so grateful for that time that now we're like, wait, we like we get to live together. Oh, like, yeah. this is so cool. Like, I just remember feeling like it was like a dream yeah. that we got to live together and be together in mm-hmm. the same state and stuff. So that's really cool. sweet. Yeah. And that is going back to that. I remember getting that advice too. Um, but now I have had friends who say their first year was very tough yeah. and it was hard. And I'm, I'm so grateful that our first year was not. So whenever people would tell me that, I'm like, wait, what? I know. I'm Ours like, was the greatest. Yeah, same. But, yeah. you know, yeah, everyone's it's, different. It's so different. And I mean, I, I feel like it could be very trying at times too, if I guess the timeline or whatever. Yeah. But like with me and Hunter, we had gone through so many trials before we if it got married and so it's like we kind of hashed a lot out yeah you, you know? kind of feel like you already like covered some of the yes. stuff that you would have like in the first right. year mm-hmm. yeah um what was one of the biggest struggles going into like y'all's relationship or marriage I would say the long distance was like mm-hmm. really like a really big struggle and just like communication I know it's like I feel like it's so cliche and like I feel like everyone says like how important communication mm-hmm. is in a relationship but we really learned that and we kind of learned it the hard way when we had to do long distance and we were not able to communicate and we learned, we were like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> if we don't say what we actually mean, mm-hmm. the other person can't just read our minds. Right. And I think we both were the same way, mm-hmm. which didn't help because we're both like stubborn <laughs> and then we're both just expecting that the other person knows, knows. what we're feeling. Yeah. And so that was really hard for us. And then just trusting each other too. I think from like our past relationships or just like life, we had both had kind of issues trusting each other and mm-hmm. just not knowing what the other person was doing, not mm-hmm. thinking, you know, they're doing something crazy, but just um, learning little things like, you know, Josh would like not text me back for like hours. And yeah. I'm like, what do you like? Just tell me what you're doing. You don't have to text you couldn't me be in person. Yeah, so I was like, like, you don't have to text me every second, uh-huh. but just like be like, hey, like I'm gonna be busy for the next five hours. Like I'll talk, but it's just like all of a sudden he's just like ghosts me, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> oh no. But yeah. just like little things like that. But then I feel like honestly, so our first year of marriage was like amazing. Mm-hmm. I, you know, of course, there's like moments here and there, but I think the biggest like trial tribulation that we've like faced in our marriage is actually 
when we had our first daughter, Rye. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, and when I experienced what I experienced postpartum. Yeah. And just like learning how to navigate that. I really struggled. I was telling you with um, postpartum, like depression and anxiety and neither of us really knew how to navigate it yeah. and didn't really know what was happening. And so to, to learn how to navigate that was definitely the hardest thing that like we've been through in our marriage for sure. You may think like the person that's experiencing like the depression or the anxiety may be the only one that's like affected, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But your spouse, especially like they're directly affected yeah. by it, whether they're feeling sad or feeling anxious, you know, they're, they are just naturally because like their spouse is mm -hmm. going through that. So that was, I feel like the hardest kind of moment in yeah. our marriage so far. Yeah. Yeah. That's with Hunter and I too. We talked about on a previous episode, how me and him really didn't hit bumps in the road until postpartum. Yeah. Um, because I also walked through postpartum depression and it was tough and tough on him to like navigate it and they almost have to figure out okay they're if people don't haven't walked through it it can mm -hmm. be or even just in life depression in general or anxiety like Hunter will even say he used to be like okay just in his mindset would be like well just get over it not to me but in general and so then whenever seeing me walk through it firsthand he had to learn like okay this, I have, this is real. Mm -hmm. I need to, how can I apply grace to it? How can I, you know, and then in the same sense, they are being affected too. Right. And so it, yeah, it's, it was hard, but thank Jesus we're past that season. Yeah. Do you want to like dive in a little bit about that? Like how yeah. did that affect your faith in that time? Yeah, for sure. I feel like if during my like postpartum, um, everything that I walked through, I feel like if I didn't have like my relationship with the Lord to lean on, it would have been like far worse. Mm -hmm. But then also it wasn't perfect either. Like there were moments where I was like, God, like, why would you, why, why is it like this? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I just experienced like the miracle of childbirth and bringing our first daughter into the world. And like, this is supposed to be the happiest time of our yeah. lives. And I'm like, it's opposite for me. And so it was super, super tough. I think obviously on our marriage and like on me, but I think at moments I was like, God, like, why would you do this mm -hmm. to me? You know? Um, but then you know, I think just like relying on him and especially then with our second, a lot of people were like trying to not like place fear on me, but like even like my midwife was like, are you prepared? Like all this stuff. Cause you know, they know what I walked through the first time. And I'm like, honestly, yes. And I'm like, but I had no fear. I just like prayed over it. And I was like, Lord, I cannot experience what I experienced the first time. Like, please just, mm -hmm. you know, that was like my biggest prayer with my with our second. And how was it after your second? It was a night and day experience. Mm -hmm. And like, thank God, you know, that it was not, it's not like that for everyone. Yeah. I think it's, it's so normal that women experience the postpartum depression or anxiety or whatever it is. And I didn't really know that it was such a normal thing until yeah. it happened to me. And I didn't even really know like that there was anything wrong until I was like, wait like oh really yeah at first I was like I'm kind of sad like you know they talk about like baby blues and like your hormones are like crazy so I didn't really know at first and then it got to a point where I was like okay yeah something's definitely yeah you know like it's more serious than just like my hormones and mm -hmm. stuff like that like I just I didn't want to do anything I didn't want to like leave the house I didn't want to eat like just things like that and so um, did it take somebody else like calling that out of you or did you like be like, okay, something's definitely I different. Think, yeah, I think I eventually, I like, I told Josh, I was like, I like need 
to talk to someone like I'm like Mm -hmm. not okay like I'm not myself at all and he recognized that too but I think I think I recognized it but it also helped to know that like my family and like Josh and like everyone around me could see it too and they knew um because then they were able to support me in that way and like get me the help I needed Mm -hmm. um like whether it was like through therapy or just like having support from family whatever it was but um yeah it was it was a crazy crazy time for sure yeah yeah that's it's hard. It's so hard. And like even being past that and then seeing new moms, just like somebody posted on social media, just that she's sad. And, and I'm just like, Oh, I just pray immediately because that it was such a hard season. Yeah. And then, you know, cause we do have, we know how special it is to have that relationship with Jesus. And even though he gives, there's times for that. Like, I feel like looking back, it was hard for me to connect with Mm -hmm. God during that time. Mm -hmm. Cause I just had no desire, honestly. And yeah, it was almost, anything. right. Yeah. And then you kind of put the blame. You're like, why this, like why you, you said, to me? And it's biblical. Like we're supposed to be fruitful and multiply. And yeah. Yeah. And, then, and now, now I'm now I feel this. like this. Yes. Yeah. And, but I think God is so gracious mm-hmm. and he was there the whole time through it and just sitting with us and yeah. in that. And I am so, I am so glad that it's being more normalized to talk about it though, Definitely. because I feel like even with anxiety medication, because mm-hmm. I know we talked about, we both We're got on it. on it. Yeah. And for the longest time, I've felt so guilty just because people are like, you have to give all your anxiety to God. Yeah. All your anxiety. And I'm like, I know that. Like, yeah. And I am as much as it, right. my You're doing body's as much allowing, as you can. But, you know, I finally had a piece from him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's okay. It's okay. okay. Like, yeah. I, cre- I created this. I created this. this. I'm the creator. <laughs> right. You know? Right. And so that really helped um how long would you say your journey of postpartum depression lasted I would say about like when Rye was like six months Mm -hmm. it kind of like turned around it's like started like a kind of a slow gradual I was like starting to wake up and like feel more like myself um but yeah so I I mean you know I feel grateful because I know that for some people it can even be longer than that um but yeah I have such a heart now for like new moms like you were saying and Anytime like someone around me has a baby, I'm like, how can I support you? And like, I know what I personally needed. And so I always just try to like help my friends and like Mm -hmm. deliver them food, coffee, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like little gestures like that. Cause I just, I just never want someone else to like walk through what I walk through. Um, But yeah, I think it's so beautiful. Like how everything was orchestrated because as hard as it was for me, it not only made me so much stronger and, our marriage so much stronger like Josh and I we got so much closer like and in the moment I'm like this is crazy like mm-hmm. like this is really trying our marriage you know yeah. and um but now looking back we're like thank god we did go through that yeah. because we can see now like why we went through what we went through that's good and it's like so hard when you're in it but then once you get to the other side I always like I, I had a friend that she just had a baby recently and she's kind of like you know, like my husband and I like were like upset with each other all the time. And I was like, girl, I'm like, it's so normal. You're not the only one. Mm -hmm. Like if you're, you're just not the only one. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you have no idea. Like I experienced all of that stuff too. And so many people do. And so, yeah. It feels good to not know you're, to know you're not alone in that. For sure. And I do love that too, because it takes you getting out of that, out of the valley. It's Mm -hmm. like you finally, you're walking through a dark valley and then Mm -hmm. you can finally see the light and you're out and you look back and you can see how like God had his hand on you through all of that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, I made it, Yeah, <laughs> you know, but it does take 
I mean, that produces like perseverance. And Romans 5, 3, 5. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. Endurance produces character. Character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. Yeah. God never promised that we're not going to suffer. We no. live in a fallen, broken world. So yeah. I wish we didn't. And one day we're going to experience that. We're going to be able to experience him mm-hmm. and his glory and right. all of that. But being here, going through like suffering and stuff like that, it really does change you in, for, sure. in a, for the better if you allow it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I could easily allow all the suffering things to make me, I guess, become victim to mm-hmm. it and then mm-hmm. just reap the ben- reap the disadvantages of living in that. And no, for sure. Bitterness, yeah. anger, all of that. Yeah. But- and even like when we were talking about having another like after I walked through all of that we were like can we can we have like another child like of course like instant I'm like this is scary to think Mm -hmm. about you know I did have fear and it wasn't just as easy as like being like okay Lord like just praying and being like okay we're Mm -hmm. gonna be fine like it was definitely a journey of like every day being like you know I can do this again and like just because this happened to me one time doesn't mean that I'm gonna walk through it again Mm -hmm. and um but that was definitely a conversation that was like kind of hard for us because and especially for Josh, because he saw like how hard it was. on yeah. He's like, I don't want you to go through that again. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we got to a place where now we have another and like, yeah. it's been a, such like a better experience. Yeah. So. And like, cause for me at, and like hearing you say that it encourages me because uh, that was for the longest time while we were like, we're only going to be one and done mm-hmm. because of just the painful Same process. Thing. It was like in the beginning and it, I felt guilty because I'm like, I have a new baby. Mm-hmm. I'm not a good mom oh, because yeah. I feel this way. And so, and then Hunter's side being like, well, that was terrible. Like, I don't want, you don't you, want, yeah. yeah. And so that's encouraging to yeah. hear that it was okay. Like you got mm-hmm. to a place of being like, we can you do felt it peace again. And you were like, yeah. yeah, for that's, sure. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You mentioned that there was some things that helped you mm. that you wanted from people or not wanted, but that, that could people have did for you me. that could have helped you. What were some of those things in case somebody out there is wondering how to help a friend or yeah. if they don't even know what they need for themselves and so they don't even know how to tell somebody? Like, right. What were some of those things? Yeah, I feel like for me, the main thing I think was actually just like support. And I think, I think it felt really lonely to me. But I think that came with just like breastfeeding and learning all those things. So I think even just to have a friend like come over and just like be there with me Mm -hmm. and not even necessarily do anything um just be like support and like love me and remind me that like I'm doing a good job Mm -hmm. that always helped me um but then also practical things like for me I would get really overwhelmed with like laundry or just like a mess and feeling like I remember saying I'll never be able to cook another meal in my life like I really thought that I was never gonna be able to make like dinner for my family Mm -hmm. because I was like how can I do this all, you know, it felt so overwhelming at the time. So, um, like I've had friends like with our second offer, like laundry service, or like they'll bring us like a home cooked meal. Um, so practical things like that are huge. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for me, like a lot of people like sent us flowers, which I love flowers. I I think think it's so sweet, but in, it was so crazy. Cause like, I've never felt like I didn't want flowers (laughs) in my life, but in this moment I was like, I don't want any more flowers. Because you have I'm to like, keep them alive. Yes. And then they then they die and then it's like another mess. Like oh, I have to throw them out. Like okay. so that actually kind of like now, you. Yeah. Anyway. So it was okay. so so strange. So like if any of my friends like have babies, like 
I won't send them flowers. But okay. that's just, but I'm like, that's to each his own, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah. you can totally send flowers and I'm sure people would love it. But <laughs> I would like, personally would like something that more makes practical, sense. like a meal mm-hmm. or someone to help me clean yeah. or just like little things like yeah. laundry. Yeah. I love that. And even the note about just having a friend come over, if you're comfortable, like if you're doing the breastfeeding or not, formula fed, whatever, I feel like the feeding times for me were lonely. the lonely ones, especially because I breastfed in the beginning and I would just take her to the room and so it was just me and her, which some of those moments were good because I just kind of like cried it out mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. or just sat in prayer and not even saying words, just been like, Jesus, you like, know, like that no. is a prayer in and of itself. Yeah. Jesus, period. And yes, he's like, period. I'm here, honey. Yes, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> you know, but then just to, but then it could be isolating too because mm-hmm. you're by yourself constantly. Yeah. And because you're feeding a lot in the beginning. Right. Um, And so just having somebody sit there because that helped me in the beginning was I did have friends that would just come over and not offer advice. Yes. Like I didn't want advice. Yeah. Like you were talking about huge. with Josh, like, is like he wanted to be a fixer. Fix. Yeah. And Hunter was the same way. And then he mm-hmm. got to the point where he's like, okay, that's not this what is wants. not helping. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just be. Yeah. That's a really good one, especially for new moms. Like don't give, I would say like I, even knowing like, you know, I feel like having the two under two and like going through what I went through, I feel like I could offer mm-hmm. advice, but a lot of the times, like I don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. I want like if someone asked, I'm like, ask me all the questions like yeah. I will give you like my advice on whatever but mm-hmm. I don't want to seem like overbearing because some people yeah. you know they don't they don't even know yet they yeah. don't know and like the advice could be overwhelming mm-hmm. like you just never know right so yeah. I, did, I didn't know what the heck I needed or wanted Same. to get past that season right like in it yeah and then you're like slowly figuring out be like okay but then whenever people do you're like that was nice yeah that felt good right or somebody cleaning your counters off you're yeah. like yeah thank, uh, you. thank you I like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I liked that. That was good. <laughs> or Hunter being like, I've got her. Like, you go take a shower. Like, yes. Oh, okay, I can go take yeah, a like, shower. I'm allowed to take a shower. Yeah, still. I can do that. Right. Yeah. Like, I felt like I had to be so, like, even nap times. You know how they say sleep when your baby sleeps? Oh my gosh. That's I the, couldn't. That's the worst advice. It was I, because I literally just wanted to stare at her. No. Yeah. Like, that's the worst advice. And because you feel like if they are asleep, like, well, this is my only time yes. to like take a shower or mm-hmm. to make myself a coffee, like anything. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, to have like me time. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, do I give that advice? Did to that me? get better with the second maybe? Like, since yes. I know you didn't walk through postpartum depression then. Yeah. But like, did any of those things, because you know, they say all the like funny memes about like the first kid, you're overprepared, you're oh, yes. routine based, all this. And then yes. second kid comes and it just gets a little more lax. Definitely. Would we, you? <laughs> yeah. We've been so much more just like flexible with her, like even just stuff like simple as like her schedule and like sleep. I was really like hyper-focused on that with our first. And that I think really contributed. Like I was always reading stuff. Like I would go to Google and be like, my baby's two weeks old and this and that. And like, how do, what do I do? Yeah. And it's like, that just was never good for me. Mm -hmm. Like if I could have not had my phone, (laughs) I think I would have been better off. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this time around, you know, I think as a second time or third time, whatever mom, like you feel more confident because you've yeah. done it before and it's not as much of a shock. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we definitely have been like more laid back for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's how I feel like I'm already in that yeah. stage of mm-hmm. like nursery. Oh, I don't know. If, yeah. We'll like, figure when it out. or when. Yeah. If, and right. then just like already the scheduling and I breastfed with Ivy and I have this app on my phone and I like, I was so too. like, paranoid i had to click the button right when she started feeding that is and exactly how i just I like was. watched the phone and it, yes they were like off by a few minutes i'm googling like 
Baby's only did feed less two minutes on this side. Oh and my it was gosh. T- too I was the same exact way. Yeah. And I, I used the app a little bit like with Starly in the beginning with our second. And then I was like, this app is not good for me. And I <laughs> actually would use it still. Like I used it with Rye for a long time to even track her sleep. Okay. And then I eventually was like, I'm deleting this off my phone. Yeah. Like, I can't, like so you like you find what works you figure for you. It out. Yeah. And I think with the second it it becomes easier because you're like, mm-hmm. okay, that wasn't good last time. Yeah. I now know that. Yeah. And like, what can I take and like not take yes, from the first experience? For sure. Yeah. How did that time like strengthen y'all's marriage? Like at looking back now, cause you said after you're like, I'm so glad we went through that. Yeah. I think learning, just learning each other. And I think that's, what's so beautiful about marriage is you think like, oh, you get married, you know, everything about this person, your best friends, you're this, you're that, you know, that's what you think. But honestly, like we've learned so much more in our marriage about each other than our dating relationship. Like we just have continued to get closer and closer. And I think during that time, we really had to learn how do we support one another? And in the moment I was like, I'm the one suffering. I'm the one that's walking through this. I am like in pain, like recovering, just had a child. So I was like, I need you to like give me everything basically. And I it, in the moment, I didn't think it was like selfish. And I don't even think now that Josh would say it was, but I think that I, I had to learn too how to like support Josh in supporting me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because I had to give him grace and be like, he doesn't really know how to navigate like what I'm going through. I could, because I didn't even know. And right. a lot of the times I didn't even know what I needed from him. And so it was like just little things as simple as like, sometimes I would be like, this is what I'm feeling, all this stuff. And um, Josh is such like a fixer and he wanted a solution. Like, he, of course, the only thing he wanted was for me to feel better. Mm-hmm. So he's like, how do we, how do we do it? And I was like, I, I don't know. I was like, I don't think that there is like a direct fix. And I think he wanted like an instant fix, yeah. which of course, like if he was walking through something like that, I would, what can we do like the fastest to make you feel better, yeah. you know? And so it was just like learning how maybe sometimes like I'm crying or I'm feeling emotional in this moment. I just like, I would tell him, I'm like, I just need a hug. Like, I don't want you to give me a solution right now. Yeah. And I think it's great that he is always trying to like make me feel better, of course, mm-hmm. you know? But um, so just little things like that we would learn. Like, I just need you to support me in this moment and kind of just be there and mm-hmm. maybe just like listen to me yeah. and not really say anything, honestly. Yeah. Right. Um, so like little things like that, we just learned learned each other more. Mm-hmm. And, and that plays a role into now. Yes. It's like with other little things you've mm-hmm. seen. And that's like shows communication too. Yeah. Cause like having to learn, okay, he's not, he doesn't know really what I'm feeling. So I need to tell him. Yeah. Um, Cause I would, I would do that too. And still I'm not perfect. And like, right. there's moments where I just expect Hunter to. Yeah. I'm like, you should know that know. this is what I needed. <laughs> exactly. Like, what are you doing? And then I just get an attitude. And then I'm yeah. like, poor guy. Right. Poor thing. I know. I know. <laughs> he, he deserves better. I know. I'm, I'm so like that. Like if something upsets me and I'm like quiet or I'm this, I'm like, why didn't you ask me what was wrong? And like, it doesn't Classic. work like this. Yeah. Like, so, so that's good that yeah. y'all learned the communication and all that. It really, ugh, learning, like looking back, I feel like every year there's going to be, I feel like harder years of marriage just because it's life. But yeah. I feel like ultimately, like if you stay on the path that God has for you and you dig in and both put him first and constantly, which that in and of itself, we have to self-reflect a lot and reprioritize. Oh, same. Us too. But it'll help. Like we've learned, we can take everything we've gone through and learned and put it on a current situation or future Mm -hmm. situation, you know, Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Because I know one day we're going to have teenagers. I know. We talk about that all the time. Like, because I'm like, that's the hardest season, you know, of our marriage so far, so far. And we've only been married for four years. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, we have to realize like, who knows what's going to happen, you know, like, but I think, like you said, each struggle and like thing you go through is only strengthening you yeah. for like the next time that maybe you may go through something tough. Yeah. So for yeah, sure. I can't teenagers. I'm like, thank God that the Lord graces you for like the current season you're in. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't think I'm graced for to be a teen <laughs> parent yet because oh. I don't know what to do with I need, that information. Prepare me, Lord, please. <laughs> yeah. Because yes. even now we have toddlers and I'm just yeah. like, how, like last night we're like, how do we even like discipline it? Yeah. Age? No, because like, even that's hard. Yeah. Like every day is something new like being parents just learning and they're learning every day too mm -hmm. i'm like this is crazy i know what are we doing i know and it makes me give so much grace to my parents mm -hmm. when i was little i'm like they were just figuring it out themselves too yes yeah and so yeah i want to talk about social media so how long have y'all been doing social media so we started in 2017 so what is how many i don't know i'm not it is math. 2024 so is that, that seven, wild it's been seven years seven years okay yeah so yeah <laughs> yeah but i would say like over those seven years, you know, when we first started, it was more just like a hobby and it was just something fun and we loved. Um, we didn't ever think that it was going to like turn into our job. Um, and then over the past, like, I would say like few years mm -hmm. is when we started doing it like full time. Um, but yeah, we started, I, <laughs> we were just dating at the time and I told Josh, I was like, we should start a YouTube channel. And it's so funny because I actually didn't know that you could even like be a vlogger or like have a YouTube channel as your job. Oh, wow. I yeah. didn't like watch YouTube growing up. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about it, to be honest. Um, but I just was like, this would be fun. Like, let's like document our relationship. And so we, Josh was like, sure. Yeah. And like, he kind of has a background. Um, he did Vine and okay. he did YouTube a little bit when he was younger, like nothing um, like what we're doing now. But so he was familiar. So he was like, if we're going to do it, like we should actually do it. And I was like, okay, yeah, like, let's mm -hmm. do it. So I had a camera that was actually just like for photos, mm -hmm. um, but we ended up using that and we just like sat down and like recorded a video. And then eventually that led to, so we then we started doing TikTok like more recently um, and then Instagram was yeah. there too. Um, and then our podcast and stuff. So it kind of like has all Evolved. developed yeah. yeah, over the years, but YouTube was like our, that's where we started. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And cause I first saw y'all on TikTok and I was yeah. like, they're so precious and I could tell honestly, like right away that y'all are also Christian. Yeah. Just because of the, I mean, you might've had something in your bio. I'm yeah, not sure. Probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I think we do. Know. Yeah. But I don't know. Y'all are just so genuine and y'all give off just such a light. Yeah. Did you ever think that this would be your ministry? Like, is it weird to say, cause I feel like some people don't get it. Yeah. But like it truly, cause we're not like preaching on there. Right. You know, right. but it is a different ministry in and of itself. No, we never thought that this would be like, our like life and our yeah like ministry like you said um but it's so cool now and like you like we yeah we're not on there preaching but like some Christian influencers are and but I think it's cool because I think you can still like share Jesus and like they'll see the light and like the fruit on you mm -hmm. and they'll like you said like you can just kind of see it yeah and so we always hope that like people see Jesus through us that's like our prayer yeah um even if we're not you know coming on there and like sharing necessarily like a scripture mm -hmm. or like you know like preaching um but no we we give definitely give God like all the glory we're mm -hmm. like this is like incredible that we get to do this so we love that we're able to use our platform you know for that um but yeah we didn't I didn't think it could even be a job. Right. So yeah. I'm like, <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, do y'all get hate for like publicizing your faith ever or? 
things like that. We do sometimes, um, but not too bad. We get, yeah, like, you know, of course the hate comments are going to be there. And I feel like in the beginning I would see stuff and I'm like, that's so mean, <laughs> like, you know, and now I, I don't read too much because I don't want to see the hate comments. I feel like it just helps me, but I feel like I am kind of like desensitized to mm -hmm. it. And if I see stuff, I'm just like, these people, like, they may not even, you know, it's, like, not even a real account. Like, yeah. they're just literally here to comment hateful things to yeah. people. Like, that's what they love. Mm -hmm. Like, they thrive off of that. And so I I don't feel like it really affects me. Um, but I also try not to really look at it. Yeah, same. Yeah. It's, like, um, ignorance is bliss. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm, like, if I don't see it, I don't know it's there. Mm -hmm. Because it never does me good when I do see it. Like, sometimes I feel like I'm desensitized to it. Yeah. Or just like numb to mm -hmm. what the words they're You're saying. Like, okay. It's like, like I've heard talking about they're not even talking about me. Yeah. But there's if it's a like a bad day, I'm like, the enemy really was trying to get to me yeah. today. No, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like no matter what we do, like on social media, we were saying this, like, someone's always gonna have something bad to say. Mm -hmm. No matter what you do. Like I saw someone um, posted a TikTok, she was like doing something for the homeless or something, and everyone was like eating her up because she took a video of it. Mm. And like, I was like, you know what? Like, I can see why people maybe would say that. But it's then one of the top comments was like, you know, this person's an influencer. And now I maybe saw this and I'm influenced to do something good. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why can't we just look at it like that? Like, yeah. why do we have to comment and be like, why would you record this? Like, you yeah. know, just things like that. And then I just love that the, the top comment on it was actually like, no, like she influences me to buy makeup so why can't she influence me to go out and help and that. do something sweet for yes. someone else you no, know because that's so true yeah because this I mean the way the world is now with social media being so just in our faces all the time it's like if we can be an influence to one person even if it's through our silly videos right then like great yeah you know it, at least it's not bad content no or, yeah right like if we could just make someone smile right you yes know? because yeah. what if somebody's talking about it what if there's a mom going through postpartum depression and she watches a video and it can make her smile. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for um, sure. The world is so sad how dark the world is now. I know. I know. Yeah. But I'm, y'all are such lights. I love that. Oh, like on social so media, sweet. how you said y'all's prayer is that you hope people can see Jesus in you. Yeah. Literally by y'all's fruits. I know oh, that Jesus lives in you. You're so sweet. Yes. <laughs> but y'all are just so precious. I'm so thankful you're here. Yes. Thank you for having of us. Of course. So, so happy to be here. Yes. Okay. So to close out, what is like one thing that God has been teaching y'all lately? I feel like we were actually just talking about this. I feel like both Josh and I are kind of in a similar, like what we feel like the Lord is like teaching us in this season. And that is just to like be present where we're at. I feel like the past few years have moved really fast for us. We've moved a lot. We've had, we have two under two things just seem to be happening so fast. And I feel like we're both Josh more so, but me too. Like we're kind of like, we're looking into the future. We're planning and we're like dreamers. And so we're like, what, what's going to happen here and there. But sometimes then we feel like we miss the moment of just being present in today and especially having kids that really like change that for us. And so I feel like in this season, Yes, we're so busy. We have like two babies and it can be hard at times, but I've really just been feeling like the Lord is like, okay, this moment may be tough and it's going to test you, but like, just remember that one day you're going to look back and be like, you're going to miss like the mess. You're going to miss the diapers and like all the things. And so I feel like 
just to be present where we're at yeah. and not focus so much on the future. Oh, I yeah. love that. That's so good and yeah. so relatable because sister, I need to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like a constant being like, okay, be still. Yes, like <laughs> just, just for a second. Like you don't yeah. have to be doing, doing, doing right. all the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that is good. I feel like a lot of people that will resonate with a lot of people. But yeah. if y'all want to follow their podcast, it's the For Us podcast and I will link their socials below. So y'all go check them out. They're the cutest little families. <laughs> and, um, but thank you again for being here. Yes, thank you. And y'all have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thank you.